I'm Jason Ball, and this is Friends with Friends, the podcast where we explore all 236 episodes of the TV show Friends, and we have a special guest today, too, one of the biggest fans joining us all the way from merry old England. But I'm here with my friends, Jackie and Vanessa. Hi, I'm Jackie Rodriguez. I'm one of the biggest Friends fans. <laughs> and I'm Vanessa Martinez, and I'm the newbie in the group. All right, this is episode number nine, the one where the our underdog gets away, the Thanksgiving episode. It premiered on November 17th, 1994 to 23.1 million viewers. We're going to discuss all of that plus our special guest. But first, Jackie, give us a quick overview. Yes, this is the first of many Thanksgiving episodes. Monica hosts her first Thanksgiving meal. Everyone joins in, but it's not by choice because everything kind of all their own plans kind of fall apart. And then a balloon from the Thanksgiving Day Parade lets loose in New York City. And Rachel ends up missing her flight. And then Ross starts talking to the baby with um, Carol. So that's the overview. I loved this episode um, because, like we said, this is the first of many Thanksgiving episodes. And it really highlighted Monica's um, need for perfection. (laughs) (laughs) But here's the thing. I can kind of relate to her because I have hosted one Thanksgiving and that is how I felt like I wanted everything to be perfect. I was very nervous for the turkey. And mind you, my husband did a great job cooking the turkey because (laughs) I I don't know what I would have done Um, and, you know, making sure everything was nicely set, making sure people had enough room, making sure the house was clean, you know, everything, because my family was coming over, but more importantly, his family was coming over. So I didn't want them to think anything bad of me because we had just gotten married. (laughs) Oh, it was your, it's within your first year of marriage. I think so. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's a lot. I, I um, cooked an Easter ham with my sister once and that was nerve wracking. It was just like three of us, you know, her, her fiance at the time and then me. And oh, I think it was my friend Cassie too. And that was nerve wracking. So I can only imagine like doing this for a big group. That's, that's hilarious. Thanksgiving is actually my favorite holiday. And I I think it actually came about in near this time. This 1994 may have been the first Thanksgiving that I didn't spend with my family because I was uh, living away from them. And we were, I had a bunch of friends in this apartment building. Actually, it was kind of similar to this thing. We were like eight of us who lived in the same building. And, um, we all had a Friendsgiving before it was even a thing in Friendsgiving. And it was really fun. I mean, we had, because there was no pressure on it, no family pressure. We just kind of hung out and, you know, drank wine and ate turkey and, and had a really fun day. So it was kind of the beginning. And now we always stay home on Thanksgiving. We don't, we never travel on Thanksgiving. We, if you want to have Thanksgiving with me, you come to my house and everybody's yeah. welcome. And we have like 30 people. And I used to be so stressed out about it. Like, oh my God, everything has to be perfect and all this. I'm like, no one cares. Just come out. <laughs> they just want food in their belly. <laughs> food in their belly and a drink in their hand and everybody's happy. So, yeah. Do you think this show helped coin the Friendsgiving? Like, because now people have, have you know, two Thanksgivings. They have a Friendsgiving the weekend before and then they have a regular Thanksgiving with their family. So do you think this, this is probably where it started? I think that's 100% true. Even though it wasn't by choice by what happened to all of them. <laughs> but they didn't mind it, really. I mean, it was, you know, Chandler's the only one who hates Thanksgiving and ended up having a good time. Yeah. Yeah. And well, I think Ross was a little in shock that his parents weren't going to be there. <laughs> so he had to cope with it. But I think he did just fine. <laughs> I yeah. guess there is that moment when you, you know, certain things as a child, you 
you do every year and all that. When mm -hmm. it doesn't happen anymore, it's uh, it is a little jarring. But that's part of growing up, which is what the show is all about. Yes, and the friends you choose as family. <laughs> yeah, so I um, don't spend Thanksgiving with my uh, family, but I used to, and then. Um, since my parents live in Northern California, trying to go through that traffic when I was in my 20s was horrible. And then I was just like, okay, I can't do it anymore, you guys. <laughs> so I go home for Thanksgiving. But I mean, I go home for Christmas. I don't go home for Thanksgiving. I spend it either with friends or with my aunt in, in Long Beach. So so I get, I've had many Friendsgivings with their family and it's really sweet. You just kind of kind of like the token uh, friend coming in, you know, so it's nice to have the Friendsgivings too. I love it. I love Thanksgiving, all, everything about it. I like that they all try to bring something part of their family traditions with the three different potatoes. Yes. Tater tots, Joey. Tater the lumpy ones, and then peas and onions. Yes, for yeah. Phoebe. <laughs> this is all about giving. Thanksgiving is about giving. I thought it was super sweet that uh, Rachel couldn't come up with her money for veil, so her friends gave them to her. Oh. You know, she asked for an advance in all of her tips or her paycheck. Her boss said no. <laughs> so there was going to work hard, you know, earn her money so she can, you know, at least try to make it to veil. She failed, but her friends came through. Yeah. I think it's hilarious that he told her you're a terrible waitress. <laughs> <laughs> he had, he didn't he didn't soften it up. He he was blunt about it. And yeah. then she like turns around. She goes, "Anybody need coffee?" And everybody raises their hand. Hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then I also noticed so, um, airplane tickets or uh, flight tickets are so cheap. Back then, <laughs> so you owe me twenty bucks. What? It would be like seventy-five dollars each if you're going the next day to, you know, it'd be a four or five hundred dollar ticket to bail. So I, I don't really was... understand that part either, because right? I don't remember airline tickets being that cheap. Yeah, yeah. So, and of course, she misses it because Chandler comes in and goes, "Underdog has gotten away," you know, uh, for the Thanksgiving Day parade. And I love when they all run out. When you know, when when will you ever see a big balloon in in, in New York City? And then Phoebe goes, almost never. And then she walks out. <laughs> I think that actually happened. Did it? I don't know if it was underdog or not. I don't know if it was that year, but I think it did happen. It oh, has happened before. Yeah. So, and then um, I like when they come back to the apartment. So when they're leaving and then she, Monica says, got the keys. And then Rachel goes, oh, okay. And then they totally have that argument on the way back about got the keys. No, you said got the keys. No, I said got the keys. And, and then it's like, do you, either one of you have the keys, you know? And yeah. then Monica has a meltdown because she's trying to make so many different potatoes. And she, and she, everybody expects her to be like the one in charge and order and to have the keys and so then she has her meltdown <laughs> but it's a great device to foil it to have uh, you know bring it all down to reality yes yes <laughs> i mean so i'm looking up at mishaps in the thanksgiving day parade and yes yeah, so um there was a, a mighty mouse that deflated or had actually like fallen during the parade. <laughs> and then um, there was a, there was a Kermit the Frog who crashed into some trees in 1991. Oh yeah. my God. So there was a, multiple instances. Not, they all didn't fly away, but something happened. Something happened. Yeah. So <laughs> I, the first time I ever went to New York was on uh, uh, 
Thanksgiving weekend and we went to the parade. And then what was really cool about after, actually the parade was walking down Broadway after the parade when it was completely empty. That oh, was pretty wow. cool. That was a fun, a fun thing, but yeah. It was very cold. I remember that. Could you leave your spot or did you have to stay there until the parade started? Uh, I think we just kind of jumped in. We didn't get there early. We just saw like part of it. It wasn't like a full on spectator thing. Uh, <laughs> it's, on my, it's on my bucket list to see a Thanksgiving Day parade. Because I just, you watch it every year on TV. And so it's kind of cool. Just It would be cool to see it in person. I've seen the Rose Parade. Now I got to see the Thanksgiving Day Parade in New York City. <laughs> well, when we, we used to live, when we lived in Miami, we would mm -hmm. go to Thanksgiving every year for Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Go to New York for uh, Thanksgiving every year. So it was fun. Yeah, yeah. And I like how just this um, the whole gang kind of just comes together after, you know, Joey's family doesn't want him there because he ends up, you know, modeling for the city health poster. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was really funny, too. All right. That's a great place. to let's take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about uh, Joey's uh, brush with fame. <laughs> <laughs> Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. All right, and we're back. This is Friends with Friends. We're talking about the first Thanksgiving episode of 1994. And Joey was so proud that he's now an actor slash model. <laughs> yes, so he walks in. And Joey finds out it's about a VD. Do you even know what? It's so funny to hear that phrase. No one uses that phrase anymore, VD. Do you even know what that means? It's it's an STD, isn't it? Yeah, it's a venereal disease, but it's the same as STD. Oh my oh. god. Yeah, at first I was like VD. I was like, I don't know if I've ever, you know, heard of it actually. <laughs> but I knew like what it implied. Yeah, it's definitely uh, uh, an antiquated, uh, out of date term, but it was pretty funny. I yeah. thought it was funny at the end of the episode when he was trying to rip off the poster. <laughs> that, like he ripped it off, and it just kept coming out. You know, do you, do you have this? Yeah, yeah, hemorrhoids, and then you have this, and then you have that. <laughs> you like couldn't catch a break. Couldn't catch a break. Finally pulled it off and said, nominated for three Tonys. He's like, yeah. <laughs> uh, and I that like that. Physical skit too. You know, a silent. They do the pantomime things occasionally. They're pretty funny. Yeah, and I like how also um, in the subway when he's trying to hit on the girl, and like it's going so well for him until she looks up and she goes. I just have to leave. <laughs> like what? And then they use um, the police. Don't stand. Don't stand. Uh, <laughs> Don't stand so close to me. And I, I just thought that was such a perfect song for all that. And they show all of the uh, posters throughout New York City of, of Mario having VD. <laughs> yeah. 
that actress is i mean she was actually it was a like a fragrance model like the obsession model or something for you know, oh, those, I, didn't know for, that. Yeah. I like the way they bring those drop those like real characters like new, real new york characters in mm, like that's, yeah like, what's your name i mean oh like the victoria Jill. model Joe yeah. Baker, yeah. So yeah. Yeah, it's interesting interesting to see the guest stars because they have had some pretty big guest stars, you know, and then they also bring in, like you said, the the smaller models or actors or whoever they are. So it's interesting to see, you know, the the big casting that they did and then the smaller ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I also, you know, with all the friends, you know, their plans not going. So, well, um, this is Chandler's first admission that he hates Thanksgiving. And that goes on through the whole entire series. And it's because he got the news that his parents were divorcing on Thanksgiving. So, and he th- ended up throwing up. So he said, you know, the meal sends it in, re- seeing the meal in reverse. But later in the season, you actually see the scene. They have a young boy playing Chandler getting the news. And so he like retells the story every single time, you know, because in later things, even episodes, they also bring in more people. So I thought that was funny how um, this word, this is where it all starts. <laughs> Did you guys, okay, when they, when uh, Joey is looking through all the keys to get back into the apartment, this <laughs> made me think about how many keys one can have. I think my parents have quite a bit of keys <laughs> and I don't understand how they keep track of them all. I have very few keys and I like it that way. Yeah. You mean you've never right. done that where you have to you have 47 keys and you have to try them all to find the one that works? Every single day when I get into my house, I have like five keys that all look the same and there I am sticking the hole the key in the hole and I can never get it right. You don't have a, a bowl in your junk drawer that's got all these old keys? Uh, we do, but it's just spare <laughs> car keys. Yeah. Oh <laughs> so we, we're still in the smaller scale of key ownership. <laughs> yeah, I don't have many keys. I have my house key. It's actually a printed blue and white polka dot one. So I actually you know. Like, it is. Yeah, this is my apartment key. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to label the key because it's a silver key and I have multiple silver keys on my keychain. Uh-huh. So I have to, you know, check them all every time. I've tried so hard to remember the order of keys, but I just fail every time. <laughs> That's oh. funny. I know. If you're sing if you're single and living in New York City with like your friend, like how many keys can you, uh, you know, accumulate, you know, Joey Chandler <laughs> like Really? Maybe maybe storage, maybe uh, mailbox. <coughs> well, they probably moved around too, so they've got all these old keys from old apartments and yeah. old things too. So yeah, Who knows? yeah. And was this the Bert bit the big uh uh the first big fight that they've had? No, remember they fought up uh, when smoking. Chandler was smoking. Yeah. Oh, oh that's right. Yes. <laughs> But is I think this is the first big fight between Rachel and Monica, though. So, okay. because she she has her her meltdown, and then um, and she they all they don't really resolve it. She kind of just stomps and says, "Stop it! Stop it! Stop it! Stop it!" <laughs> she's had the enough. Potatoes are ruined. The potatoes are ruined. The potatoes are ruined. <laughs> she's had enough. <laughs> yeah. Or Monica. I've been there. Yeah. Giving dinner I made, I dropped the turkey on the floor. <gasps> oh. No. Oh, oh my gosh. You didn't do a five second roll, just pick it back up. And I picked it up, washed it off, and kept going. 
<laughs> That's funny. I don't even know what goes into making a turkey. I would never be able to do it. I can do all the other fixings, but it's just a daunting task. <laughs> I would never be able to. So I understand like where her frustrations came from. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I know prepping a turkey takes all morning. I mean, Eric Spillman goes to people's homes on Thanksgiving <laughs> early in the morning. <laughs> it's a process for sure. It takes a long, it's a big undertaking. Yeah. This yeah. is also the first episode where we see the new Carol. Is it? Oh, let me I thought we saw her earlier. No, this Wait. is the new Carol. Oh yeah. This yeah. is Jill Sabat where before it was like Anita Anita Mahone or whatever. Um, I thought it was interesting when Ross first goes to the apartment, she's mm -hmm. not there. You see uh, Susan and he has the whole conversation with Susan, but uh, Carol's not there. And he, when he goes back, they introduce the new the new Carol. And she looks completely different than the other woman. Yes. Even mm -hmm. try it. <laughs> complete opposite. Complete opposite. And I like how, again, it's the awkwardness with Susan and Ross. And that continues through the whole series, how he doesn't like her. And it's just the conversations. And then he's like, thinks it's weird talking to the baby. But then Carol's like, well, Susan does it. And then she walks in and he goes, and he starts singing <laughs> to the baby, to the belly. <laughs> yeah. And then the sweetest moment happened. Ross was singing and the baby kicks for the first time. Yeah. And then he he like hits uh, Susan's hand when she's trying to put it on the belly. Oh, let me see. Let me see. And he like slaps it away. <laughs> it's the beginning of a bond and of a family. Mm -hmm. so it's, it's sweet. It was sweet. the three of them. Mm -hmm. Sweet. All right. Favorite lines from this episode? Mine would be the argument over the keys. Yes, you do. When we left, the, you said you got the keys. No, I didn't. I asked, got the keys. No, when we left, you said got the keys. <laughs> and so I love this line because uh, me and my best friend who I lived with for a good amount of time when I first moved to Southern California, she, um, we would quote this line, got the keys? Yep, got the keys. And one, but do you really have the keys? <laughs> you know, we would quote this line together all the time. <laughs> Anytime we would leave <laughs> the apartment. So Mine was favorite. just a, a simple line um, when Ross says, here's to a lousy Christmas, and Rachel says, and a crappy new year. <laughs> I like that whole exchange when Chandler starts to, you know, I'm very thankful that all of you, all of your Thanksgiving suck. That was so sweet. Yes. And then they cut into the grilled cheese. Yeah. Here's to a lousy Christmas and a crappy new year because that's that kind of 20s thing again. It's like mm -hmm. you're struggling and trying to figure out life and there are good things and bad things, but it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> it goes back to, I think, Monica when she said, uh, when we're after Rachel cut up the credit cards and she said, you know, welcome to the real world. You're, uh, uh, you're going to love it. You're going to love it. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's you are going to love it. Yeah. Yep. And it goes back to that notion where it's like these friends all choose to be together. They all choose to be a family and the friends are the family you choose. And that's the whole theme of the series. The other thing I did think was really funny though, is when Joey walks in and says, set another place for Thanksgiving. My entire family thinks I have VD. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. <laughs> Tonight on a very special blossom. <laughs> I love, I love those little, like, again, Chandler with his little lines. And I read from, um, that creators that was all Matthew Perry it's like they would 
the way that he emphasizes things, you know, could we be any more excited? And the way he says his lines, like he's the one who implemented that into his character. It was all him. They didn't write that in. It just became him. And I, I thought that's very good, you know, with all these little lines that he does. I mean, that's the interesting thing about the series is usually it takes a while for writers to start writing for the actor and for the, and the character development. Mm -hmm. But we're only in episode nine, and it's all very well developed. Yeah. All, you, know, you know who the characters are, and they don't change. Like, if you look at the first couple episodes of Will and Grace, the characters are completely or you know, very, very different than they are mm -hmm. Okay, let's take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to meet a fanatical Friends fan, a young 13-year-old boy from London, England, named Naftali Arden. Jackie, I think he might be a bigger fan than you. Yeah, well, his fandom got him on the James Corden show and talked to Courtney Cox, so maybe he is. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. Stay tuned for the fireworks. Friends fans <laughs> go one-on-one. -on -one. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Philo. Do you love TV? Do you love saving money? Then Philo is your solution. Philo has shows, movies, and live TV for just $25 a month. You can even try it for free with their seven-day free trial. No contracts, no commitments, no hassles, just a better way to watch TV. Never miss a minute of shows like the hit docuseries Where is Wendy Williams or classics such as Friends. If you can't get enough TV, then there's no better way to watch. Philo has more than 70 channels like BET, MTV, and AMC. And the best part? You can try it yourself with their seven-day free trial. Sign up today at philo.tv slash poppods. That's P-H-I-L-O dot TV slash P-O-P-P-O-D-S to get 50% off your first month. All right, we are back, and we have a very, very special guest, one of the biggest fans, 13-year-old <laughs> Naftali Arden from Boren, Boramwood, England. Did I pronounce that right? Yeah, Boramwood. Okay, that's uh, northern London, right? Yep. And you, your plan was to have a Friends-themed bar mitzvah, and then with lockdown, you had to alter that a little bit, right? Yeah, it was quite sad. <laughs> so what were your plans you know you were going to have a bar mitzvah and your theme was friends what kind of decor were you planning to have so at the party we were going to have um all the tables would be named after friends characters and then we'd have a foosball table and uh, we'd have a friends themed uh photo um uh photo stand with like a um sofa and lamps like the ones in friends Oh, that's great. That's, that's so awesome. awesome. <laughs> but you didn't get to do that because of, but so you altered it into something different, which actually ended up being bigger, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what did you do? You had a virtual bar mitzvah. Yeah. So uh, one of my friends, my, my mom's friends uh, emailed her on behalf of the show uh, saying about the idea of a virtual mitzvah. And then we went along with it. And how was that? Uh, at first it was quite small, but then it grew quite big. <laughs> how did it grow bigger and bigger so i think one of my we think one of my friend's mums tweeted um the director or the producer of the james corden show uh who she needs to know about it and then yeah. it sort of got to them and then yeah oh, so it was tweeted to them and then it got their attention that's so cool yeah 
That's amazing. Are you planning to have, you know, your in-person bar mitzvah later on? Uh, yes, I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Still planning a th- uh, friends theme with that? Uh, yeah, definitely. And then when James Corden reached out, and said you want he wants you to be part of the show. Your reaction, I wouldn't believe it. I'd be like, no, no, this isn't real. <laughs> yeah, I was amazed. I was so excited. <laughs> so what? How did you get to be such a Friends fan? So uh, one of my friends called Yaron. He um, he um, he told he told me about it, and I thought it was okay. And I started watching. I got obsessed with it, and I started <laughs> watching it. What did you like so much about it? It's just it's so funny, and uh, there are so many memorable lines. What are your favorite? What's one of your favorite lines? Um, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> so is Joey your favorite character? Um, prob- I don't know. Probably. Probably. It's hard to choose with all of them, yeah. right? <laughs> you know? um, I feel like if your if your uh, Phoebe was one of your friends, she'd be very annoying. <laughs> <laughs> but in a good way, right? Yeah, definitely. You have to love Phoebe. So how long did it take you to binge it? Were you watching all day, every day, like eight to ten hours a day? Or was it just like a couple episodes a day? No, it was just like one, uh, three or four episodes a day, maybe. But not every day. Like, not every day. Because <laughs> you definitely watched it more than I have. And <laughs> I'm definitely a lot older than you are. And you said you watched it seven times already. Is that true? I'm not actually sure. Maybe a few more. I'm not sure. Yeah. You've seen them all at least seven times. Yeah, some of them I've seen many times because I some of my episodes I love. What are your favorites? So there's this one where um, uh, Ross wants to go to what he's getting. They're trying to get them all ready for a talk he's going to, and oh. it's all in Monica and um, Rachel's apartment, and they're all like arguing and stuff. It's very funny. Yes, funny about that is they wanted to save money, so that's why they shot it. The whole episode is shot in the apartment, so they wanted to save money. So I've seen it several times. So for my um, fandom, I watch it every night to fall asleep. So it's like Friends is my um, my lullaby. The theme song is my lullaby. What do you think about that, Naftali? It's <laughs> quite funny. <laughs> when do you watch it? Um, just whenever I'm chilling or just whenever I want to have a laugh. Yeah. Do you do you, so? When I found like after I've watched it a few times, I'm just watching. It's kind of on in the background, you know. But you still catch the laughs. You still catch the lines. Yeah. Like, do you sit and watch it? Watch it, or do you have it on in the background at times? Uh, mix. Mostly, I just like have it sitting there whilst I'm on my phone, or mm-hmm. just you know. Yeah. Do you watch it the DVDs, or you watch it on streaming? Uh, on Netflix. On Netflix. Is it and still available it? on Netflix? Well, so they apparently they took it off, but then yes. I've still got it for some reason. Oh, wow. interesting. Yeah, because yeah, it's it completely off here in the US. It, it went off in the end of uh, 2019. Yeah. Apparently it's meant to go off, but I still got it for some reason. <laughs> well, don't tell anyone that you yeah. still have it. <laughs> we won't tell anyone either. I'm not complaining. <laughs> no. And it's, your mom said she watched it as well. Did your parent, your mom introduce you to it? Uh, No. and it's cool that it's reaching a whole nother generation that's why i think it's so great about it's such a legacy show that you know 13 year olds can watch it and you know we're all different ages and we still enjoy it too yeah what else else do you watch on tv um not sure i like an english series which is i don't don't know if you know about it in america it's called friday night dinner 
It's about Friday night dinner. It's about this Jewish family who's um, uh, these boys when they're grown up, they go to their parents every night for every uh, week for uh, Friday night dinner. Oh. It's a comedy. It's very funny. Maybe it'll come over this way because sometimes you know shows from other countries head on over here. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We'll be on the lookout for that. I see you're wearing a Batman shirt. Are you a Batman fan, dude? Yeah. Uh, kind of. I like see. I like. I prefer Marvel to DC, but okay. Um, yeah. I think everyone does. <laughs> you actually, yeah. You actually got to talk to Courtney Cox, right? Yeah. How was that? Great. Um, it was amazing. I, I, I was on the James Corden show. And it was mm-hmm. uh, amazing just being able to talk to him. And then she showed up. It was even better. Were you surprised? Very. I was like, oh, so nervous and shocked. <laughs> yeah, they, they always ask, like, what if one of the friends comes on the, the big six, I like to call them. You know, what if they come on the podcast or can we get them on the podcast? Or what if you just, like, you know, they come on to our show because we have a morning show here at KTLA. And I'm like, I would be like that, too. I'd be speechless. I'd be, I would die. Like, if any of them came, I just, I wouldn't know what to do. I just, yeah. be, I, I'm a talker and I would just shut down. Like, hi. <laughs> Is there anything you wish you'd asked her or talked to her about when you had the chance? Um, I just like to say that I I thought she was amazing in Friends and she was really funny. <laughs> she and is did, really funny. Did the conversation, because what we see on the show, was that the only part of the conversation or was there more to it? I think that, so when, when we finished filming it, I left the Zoom call and I thought um, I, d- I, d- I was just so nervous and didn't know what to do, so I left it. And then I found I wasn't meant to. <laughs> <laughs> and we saw That's it funny. on your Instagram. You got the foosball table that she gifted you. Yeah. Well, I did. I did text her on Instagram to say I ha- I got it, but I don't think she saw it really, so it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> so she really, you really got it then. Yeah. You got a foosball table like the one in Joey and Chandler's apartment yeah. from. Courtney Cox. Yeah, it's very cool. That's Where cool. is it in your place right now? Is it in the living room? Yeah, it's right here, over here. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> Will you send us a picture of it? Pardon? Will you email us a picture of it later? I can do, yes. Okay, that'd yeah. be fun. Do you, fun to do, you see. Play with, do you play with it often? Yeah, I had I had like twi- two games with my brother today. Already. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay, here's a question. We know Monica's really good at it. Have you reached her level of greatness on the foosball table yet? Uh, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fitting that she gave it to you too because she's the best one at it. Yeah. <laughs> That's so awesome. What an experience. What an experience. Are you like the most popular among everybody now? Everybody wants to talk to you. It's like you yeah, everyone wants to talk to Everyone's a photograph. Oh, that's great. I don't know. No. <laughs> that's funny. So what would you like to do next in your friends fandom? You know, you got the great um, bar mitzvah with Mazel Tov. Congratulations on that. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. So what's next for you in your friends fandom? I don't know. Are you going to keep watching? Yeah, definitely. It's it's because I've watched it. I've watched it a lot more since lockdown. Right? <laughs> That's All so right. awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. And we might ask you to come back on one of your favorite episodes and give us your perspective on one of those particular episodes. Is that cool? Yeah, sure. That would be amazing. Thank you. All right. <laughs> All right. Natalie Arden from Wood, England. Thank you so much. You are, I think you, he's Natalie. a bigger fan than you, Jackie. I don't know. 
No, <laughs> me and you. There's there's a duel between me and you. Who's the bigger fan? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm okay with that. Let the youth, you know, like they're the future. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. All right. Uh, coming up in our next episode of Friends with Friends, we get uh, Ross's new furry roommate. And I heard a rumor that the theme song was not the creator's first choice. And I'll tell you that. And the song that they wanted is actually played in the next episode. Oh. How's that for a tease? That's a good tease. And I'll be sticking around. Thank you for listening today. If you like like this episode, please subscribe. Give us five-star ratings. Leave nice comments. Instagram. Yes, follow us at Friends with Friends Podcast. Listen, like, and follow. (laughs) Could we be any more excited? (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. All right, thank you. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.